Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now for me, after, well, about 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to help people become aware of who they truly are so they can confidently take those next steps towards self-satisfaction. So I am super excited to introduce Dr. Carol Matson. Now, Dr. Carol is a local business owner, life coach, and has a heart for serving women. She is the youngest of her mother's four daughters. And at the age of 30, married with children, Carol returned to college insecure and uncertain that she would succeed. Now, fortunately, she met Mary Shaw, a counselor at the college who inspired her and countless others to believe in themselves. As a college student, Carol wrote her first draft of Women in Bloom, personal stories of women who returned to college and other words of inspiration. Now, today, Carol holds a doctorate in educational leadership, a master's degree in counseling, and the esteemed title held by few MBTI Master Practitioner. Her dissertation focused on positive and negative aspects of leadership stress. Now, Carol was nominated and inducted into the Youth on the Move Incorporated International Educators Hall of Fame in 2016. And in 2018, she was granted emeritus faculty status in the Counseling and Student Services Division upon her retirement from the California Community College System where she provided service in instruction, student services, and administration, and launched Reentry Connect, which is a support program for non-traditional students, those over the age of 27 or married with children. And more recently, she has enjoyed teaching stress management courses for Crafton Hills College students. Well, welcome, Carol. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you, Wendy. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, and I just love how you're helping people really gain clarity, women specifically, gain that clarity around who they are so they can feel more confident and aligned and, you know, create the life that they truly want to be living. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yes, I love working with women. I love helping people gain that self-awareness and gain that self-esteem, understand how important that is to living their dream. Nice. Yeah, that is, that is so important. And I, I just love that. And I, you know, always top of my question for me is, you know, you have such a, a, a rich background and obviously a lot of success and uh, a very, 
distinct pathway, but what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own business? Well, actually, I was retiring as a college professor. Ah, okay. I really loved teaching. I loved what I taught, but I didn't like grading papers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't blame you there. <laughs> not the fun part. No. It's the value of the information that I had accumulated over the years. And I really wanted to continue to share the information, specifically career and life planning, personal growth, and stress management skills with people who could benefit. Mm -hmm. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And obviously retirement, you know, it's just the beginning of a new chapter. So, oh, I love that. So how long have you had your business and has the mission of your business or your vision evolved over the course of that time? Well, I completed my initial business plan and obtained my first business license in 2018. And I never really wanted a big business or time-consuming business. I've had a very satisfying career. I really don't want to be busy. Someone told me busy is a four-letter word, and I tend to agree. <laughs> yeah. So right. I really just wanted to be productive in my retirement years and also selective. And I really wanted to find people and businesses, organizations that could use my assistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And so you started out with the same kind of focus that you have currently. I mean, I'm hearing that your work now is around supporting women specifically, but I also heard you say businesses. So is that part of the evolution or were you had the, you know, was this your focus from the very beginning? You know, anybody that's worked uh, even in this era, I think women still need to be supported in the industry. And um, I'll speak for myself. There were times where the politics got thick and it was still a man's world. And mm -hmm. I saw somebody that I worked with. She was uh, an executive that I worked with and she was taken down mm. by one of the men. Oh my gosh. A new man that came on board and just watching that was yeah. extremely hard right a beautiful intelligent lady and she she made it through she made it through bigger and better when all was said and done but it still happens women need support in industry and individually mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's, that's definitely an area that uh is uh, still evolving. So yeah, that's, it's uh, inspirational for you to really focus on that uh, aspect and support women in that area. So, well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your business? I have had several. I don't think I'm alone there. No, you're not. <laughs> right before I retired, I went through a very difficult divorce. Oh. And my husband was self-employed. And he always told me to work for the government. <laughs> that mm. was a way of saying, don't get into business for yourself. Right. And thinking about the impact of the experience that we had together in his family business made me wonder why on earth would anybody want to be in business for themselves? 
Mm. And yet I know that people do and they thrive. And um, after my divorce, I was with someone and I love this man very much. And he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and that kind of put things on hold. Um, and we spent our, our last year together just enjoying life. Mm -hmm. After he passed, I moved and I bought a home and settled into a new area. I was living alone. And so it was an opportunity for me to, you know, join a women's club and take line dancing and play pickleball, have a little bit of fun, mm -hmm. meet for lunch. And these are things you do, of course, in retirement, but also to establish a network to let people know what you can do and, and uh, how you might be able to help them. And at that time, I did revise my business plan. And then shortly after that, COVID hit. <laughs> oh, goodness. Right. <laughs> about this now, it was, it was just the way life happens. I was actually teaching stress management at a local campus at the time. And COVID hits and all the teachers in a classroom were given two weeks to move their their materials into a fully online format. <laughs> and about that time, I was also doing a two-part Myers-Briggs workshop at another college. And after I completed the first part, COVID hit. And so I had to revise my contract and complete part two online. Mm -hmm. So, you know, life happened. Big, yeah, that's a big pivot you know, that you had to take, putting everything into an online format that is going to have the same impact as you delivering it. That is not an easy task. No, it wasn't. And fortunately for me, Early in my career, I was one of the first uh, instructors that adopted a course management system in my discipline. So I was familiar with online learning and we did it. Yeah. Well, that's fortunate. That's yes. very fortunate. So yeah, you've had several, several hurdles and challenges to kind of navigate through from recovering from a divorce and uh, overcoming the stigma of business ownership and now having your own business that must have been quite a shift you had to go through to um kind of shed any limiting beliefs that you you had maybe can you share a technique uh, that you used in order to shift what you knew about business ownership and embrace what is possible yes i did a lot of journaling and praying and meditating and i still do mm -hmm. this I'm part of my morning routine. And I also continue to prepare and present professional development workshops. Uh, some of those include benefits of self-care. I think self-care is critical to, you know, keep us going. And so sharing that with other people is also helpful. Um, I was asked to teach a workshop on managing the emotional impact of returning to work. This was post-COVID, mm -hmm. so people have been off for a period of time. Well, what do you do? And right. so just gathering that information to help others, it always comes back, right? So when I prepare information, when I work with clients, that's helping me too. And yeah. every, every chapter, every opportunity is where you've obviously been able to gain new insights and skills. So I love that. Yes. I actually provided a half day seminar on strategies to heal and cope with loss. 
And this, um, this is something that so many people don't realize that it's not just death and dying anymore. You know, it's really, how do we cope with um, not being able to see our loved ones when they go into a hospital? Um, I had a neighbor that had a wife with dementia and every day he went to see her and helped feed her mm. and stop on that. And he actually lost her the following yes. My goddaughter was in her senior year and she was uh, on the cheerleading team and just a beautiful young woman. And she was asked to do part of the commencement speech. And she did it in her kitchen with a cell phone, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, this was definitely a challenge and, and life is a challenge. And so I love working with people to kind of help them navigate through some of those challenges that we all have in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that that is an area that people quite frequently will just get stopped in their tracks and, and retreat instead of figure out how to make it through it. So I, you know, and you're obviously an expert at doing just that and, and supporting and empowering women to really connect with their, their inner truth and their inner strength and navigate some of these difficult things. But I, I'm curious where to switch gears into underneath my hat. And that's the sales part. Um, and there are some difficulties that come up there, right? So I'm, I'm curious, how do you feel about the, you know, the sales part of being in business? This appears to be, you know, quite a different skill set. but I, you know, do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Absolutely. I don't pretend to like sales or to be really <laughs> good at it. Yeah. Um, especially for myself. I think that's one should probably if I, uh, you know, believed in you and your product, I'd be, you know, your best cheerleader. But this is where networking and partnerships and, and understanding your expertise can be useful to anyone that's working for themselves. So at this stage, I have to admit, I, I typically wait for referrals or for people to find me on a website, which does happen <laughs> periodically, <laughs> right? Referrals, but I certainly appreciate what your your area of expertise in selling as well. Well, it's not always uh, something that people embrace. I'll put it that way. <laughs> you know, and you're not alone in having that type of resistance towards that important part of, you know, growing a successful business because it does come down to. Um, you know, talking with people specifically about an opportunity to make a commitment. And typically that commitment includes not only time and energy, but also financial commitment. And that can be a real stumbling block for a lot of entrepreneurs because it does come down to themselves that they are offering. And that can put people into a state of retraction, you know, where it's they don't feel good about that whole shift in like you said, I can, I can offer somebody else's expertise or something, but my own is what I'm hearing. You're, you're really having a little bit of a, a disconnect with. Is that accurate? Yes, and you know I'm, I'm confident in what I can do to help people. Yeah, and right, you are an expert. Obviously, your whole entire life and career has brought you to this expertise. Exactly. 
I get wonderful feedback from the people that I work with. It's always been positive and I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in, in that moment, uh, that memory, uh, sounds like it it sort of gets very weak <laughs> and prevents you from feeling confident in the, the sales process. Well, I would be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight if you would like. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this is, uh, and like I said, you know, your, your feeling and shift in confidence is really very common for um, coaches and practitioners and, and service oriented solopreneurs. And the thing that really seems to be standing in the way is there's too much focus or the focus that the expert is providing is mostly on themselves in that moment. Like, oh, I'm, I don't know if I, I, the word I starts coming up in, in your thoughts. And what really needs to happen and this is probably part of your coaching, I'm guessing. This is why I say this might appear to be a different skill set. If you lean into the fact that it's all about them and not so much about you, it's about them becoming able to co connect with their strength and their inner truth and take confident steps towards a life that they really want to create. And when we take ourselves out of that equation, even though we know it's our expertise, but when we focus more specifically on seeing this person in that new state of being confident and truly connected with their strengths and who they are, that's when we're able to more easily shift out of uh, the hesitations or resistance around quote unquote sales. It's like, if, if you have the ability to see somebody in their new transformation of confidence and clarity, it fuels your excitement to want to talk with them. You know, you're just the messenger for this wisdom and experience and, and knowledge that you have. Uh, it's really all just like when you were sharing how you, retired, but you just wanted to keep sharing this valuable guidance. Well, it is a valuable guidance and the transformation will truly be had when there is a commitment to work with you. And the commitment is more than just a little snippet of advice, but it's, it takes quite a bit of work for somebody to go through this transformation and become that confident, clear, aligned person. So is this making any sense? Is this resonating for you? It actually takes me back to before I started to college because I was married with children when I went back to college. And, and again, having grown up a little on the lower income level side with my disabled mother, and I thought, how am I going to pay for school? And at that time, and I, I think this is a God thing where somebody puts somebody in our lives and says just the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I was actually uh, listening to Vanita Van Caspel. She was the first female stockbroker in the United States. And I went to one of her seminars and she, of course, is talking about investing. And I said, well, what if you don't have anything to invest? And she said, if you don't have anything to invest, you invest in yourself. 
Mm. Wow. That's when I started back to school. Those were very powerful words. And so that's what I'm kind of hearing you say, Wendy, and it's absolutely true. If I can provide value, and I believe I can, then that's for me to, again, take my focus off of me, right? Put my focus on how can I help you, right? Get beyond where you are, to get where you want to be, to gain your confidence, to increase your knowledge base. And again, I have, I used to say, as I got older in my career, I used to start my classes with, I'm really old. I know a lot of stuff and you need to listen to me. (laughs) Young people would start laughing, you know, and we kind of made it light, but there's truth in that, you know, you have a lot of life experience. And if I don't have the answer, I can find the answer. That's a talent that I have that I'm proud of. And, and uh, yeah appreciate so it's it's really empowering when you realize it's not necessarily a uh comes down to the sales conversation it's just simply being that messenger and conduit for the other person to achieve this new iteration of their of their own life and what a gift that is and to realize that there is tremendous value in that so uh, yeah and you know speaking of of just creating new iteration of their life you know we're just coming off the heels of the pandemic it's you know, for the most part, we're back to new normal, uh, whatever that looks like for each person is a little bit different. But during the pandemic, it was quite the catalyst for change and uh, inertia as well. And uh, I'm just curious if you could maybe speak a little bit to the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do. Absolutely. It definitely, the pandemic has had an impact on my work for sure. And I mentioned some of that previously. Um, if it hasn't had an impact on you, <laughs> I, I would like to meet you. You know, right? <laughs> must be uh, I, some very remote place. <laughs> I am an optimist, and I know because of the pandemic, people and organizations need my services more than ever before. And I learned this word. It's not a new word, but I learned to use it, and it's the word intentional. I think we need to be intentionally optimistic, not blindly optimistic. And it means to do good work and encourage others and help them to manage their stress. You know, we hear this word all the time, stress, stress, stress. And stress is not a bad thing. (laughs) Stress is what gets us going in the morning. Stress is what gives us enthusiasm. Stress is what gets somebody that has no confidence to start college all the way to a doctoral degree. And I laugh when I say that. I think, how did that happen to me? You know, <laughs> I didn't even like school, you know. <laughs> so there were stresses in my life and how I responded to the stress was positive, not negative. And the basis of my work is simply self-awareness, awareness of self and awareness of others, awareness of current issues, awareness of opportunities, and future possibilities. And when people can look at things differently, it the situation doesn't change, the perspective changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's really, it does speak to just changing perspective and uh, understanding really how much impact we each can be making if we realize the 
opportunities that we have. And in, you know, speaking to that, I, I'm just, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat here with wanting to know a few more details about how do you work with people, with women who want to finally truly discover who they are and overcome those limitations that have been holding them back. Can you share a few more details about your philosophy or your approach? Yes, my tagline, uh, my mantra, if you will, is displayed on my logo. And there's more information on my website at Carol Math or drcarolmatson.com. And really it's to encourage people to gain, grow, give. We all need to gain something, knowledge, experience. Um, maybe we need to gain an income and we need to always grow. I'm always about growing. One of my avocations, one of my loves is gardening. And there are a lot of flowers in my yard, you know. <laughs> it reminds me, you know, you take something that's like a rhizome, you know, it's it's like a little bulb and it looks like nothing. It looks like something you throw away, but if you plant it and water it and give it light, it makes the most beautiful flowers. And so we need to grow not just once, but just continually, personally and professionally. And then this is important to me and I hope to others as well. So you gain information, you grow, and then we need to give back. And I used to share these six areas, I still do share these areas. How do we give back? It doesn't matter if it's emotionally, financially, intellectually, spiritually, recreationally, or physically. We can give back in any of those ways. And uh, currently, actually, my church is partnering with another church in the area to provide Thanksgiving dinner meals, distributing boxes of food for people in need. One person can't do that. Mm -hmm. We gather and help others within the community. And my philosophy and methodology is really comes from my childhood, my grandfather's philosophy. And that is to treat people with respect, earn their respect, get them respecting themselves. You can't imagine how many people I've met through the years that don't respect themselves. They say unkind things about themselves mm -hmm. and get them engaged, get them focused on who are they and how do they want to be and what do they need short term and where do they want to be long term? Ultimately, my goal is to help them become self-motivated, self-sufficient, and prepare them for opportunities that will get them in that gain, grow, give mentality. Yeah, no, I love that. It's really, I've been taking notes based on what you're saying. It just makes so much sense to just, you know, come back to those, those solid principles of, of life, right? Just Absolutely. respect. You know, and I love the three pillars that you have defined in terms of gain, grow and give back because it just it's it is almost a circle of life. Right. Yes. <laughs> and uh, to live by that provides that that guardrail so that, you know, that either you're you're living within your purpose and truth and uh, seeking, you know, more clarity or information whatever the growth part of it is, you know, because that is what's fueling us. If we stagnant, why then that's when life becomes boring or uninspiring. And that's not a very good state to be. And then uh, giving back is just that regenerative 
part of it, you know, that circles back to gain because somebody else is giving back and that's re resulting in your gain. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's great. I love that. Well, and I think you shared. So your website where they can learn or listeners can learn more is drcarolmatson.com and doctor is the abbreviation, right? DR. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Dr. Carol Matson, just look in the show notes for the hyperlink to, to her website. And, uh, you know, Carol, you have already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation. Uh, but if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Well, I have a feeling it comes back to your tagline, your mantra. <laughs> that too, but I, I love quotes and I love simple ideas. And I found this great article not too long ago, and it was actually great life teachings from Yoda. If you remember Yoda from Star Wars. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> so the first thing on the list was to be mindful because if we're worried about the past or worried about the future, that creates us to be in a, a place of questioning ourselves or, or feeling stuck. So be mindful. What's happening right now? Stay in the moment. And the second one is to stay positive and make a commitment to whatever it is you think you want to be doing. And this is one of my very favorite quotes of all time do or do not, there is no try. So when I hear somebody say, I'm going to try to start my own business, hmm, you don't try, you do it, right? Or you don't do it. And then he said to bend your fate to your will. And that's like really powerful. You know, bend is a key word there. Don't be rigid. And sometimes we talk about the flow if you've never heard about or talked about or understand what flow means, it's really just to stay positive, be innovative, and be you, right? Just go with the flow. And again, know that there is a plan for your life, and it's a good plan. And then you decide what your path is. And one of the things, one of the ways we do this is to hang out with people who contribute to whatever your path is, whatever path you choose. And, you know, I learned this a long, long time ago. Most of the time, people that do one thing professionally don't hang out with people that do a completely other thing professionally unless they're related or, you know, they're mm -hmm. from high school, right? Right. And you hang out with people that contribute to your path. And then, you decide how you're going to serve people the very best. You know, what, how are you going to get there? If this is what you really want to do, it's not about making money. Sometimes people say it's just about making money. No, it's about serving people. Mm -hmm. Whether you're making, you know, the best bread or whatever, selling it at the farmer's market, or if you're um, being a life coach, how do you want to serve these people the very best? And then this is back more specifically to Yoda. 
you learn to let go of what you can't control. And this is a quote from this website, the fear of loss is a path to the dark side. So if we're afraid we're going to lose something, we're afraid we don't have control, and that's the focus, that's kind of fear of the future, then it's not the, the positive side of life. And so we really need to let go of that. And then don't make an important decision when you're in a negative mindset. <laughs> Someone uh, wants, right. you don't chop down a tree in the wintertime, right? Right. Because <laughs> you don't know if it's dead or alive, right? There are mm -hmm. trees that don't grow year round. In fact, as a gardener, nothing grows year round. And so we need to pay attention to that. And um, be patient is the final thought. Be patient and know it's not going to be easy. If you think it's, maybe it is. If there's somebody out there that's had an easy road all the way along, let me know. But <laughs> I haven't found anyone yet. So yeah. And there are wonderful quotes. I've looked them up through the years. Wonderful quotes on fear from very successful people. And again, it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay for everything to not go smoothly. And so we need persistence and tenacity and to remember that everything takes time and there's a season for everything. So don't work 24 seven. I've made that mistake. It's really important sometimes to relax and smile mm -hmm. because life really does have a way of working out. Yeah. Yeah, boy, I feel like I've just been through a whole entire coaching session here, Dr. Carol. <laughs> Those were some powerful words you were sharing with our listeners. Thank you so much. So much wisdom and uh you know, I have a feeling that you know each of those personally, <laughs> each of those phrases you have experienced or proven them and live by them and obviously teach them. So, yeah, thank you so much. Such a wealth of profound wisdom. So thank you for sharing all that. It is my pleasure. And thank you again for giving me this platform to share with others. And I hope that I can indeed be useful and on my website. And I'll tell you on the show as we finish up here, I, I do not charge for a first session. So okay. I'm happy for anybody to uh, get a hold of me. They can on my website or on my Facebook page or on LinkedIn. They can message me if they'd like, and I will get back to them and uh, see if, if we are a good fit. But yes, my goal is to continue to gain and grow and give. And I hope I can rub off on other people in that way. Yes, well, it has obviously been something that you have been passionate about for, uh, you know, your pre through your previous career, a very successful college professor, uh, and then transitioning into this impactful work that you're now also doing, or subsequently doing, I should say, as a business owner and, and life coach. Uh, with a heart for guiding and serving women to, you know, help them gain more clarity around their own strengths and, and inner truth. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you, Wendy. And thank you for the tips on taking the focus off of me as I do sales and onto other people. That's a wonderful tip. And ah, good. Uh, 
great way of looking at it. Well, I'll, I'll look forward to hearing any feedback once you uh, have the opportunity to utilize that uh, <laughs> shift in your focus. So perfect. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Dr. Carol Matson through her website. And that is by her name, drcarolmatson.com. And uh, wow, be sure to sign up for one of those uh, sessions that she's offering for free. That sounds like it includes a lot of value and uh, I'm sure you'll walk away with a lot of clarity. So, well, um, again, thank you, uh, Carol. And uh, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Dr. Carol Matson. And as always, here's to your success.